Hi everybody, welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 1326 in the mobile studio. It's very warm today, so you can hear the aircon in the background uh, just cooling me down. Today I wanted to talk about following through to the end, seeing things through to the end. Because often what we, we do is we get started in something and if something happens, we get distracted, and we don't follow through. And I'm sure you have many examples of, of that in your life where you've started something, but perhaps you haven't finished it in a way that you originally planned to. Or you've come up with a, a reason as to why you're only going to go this far with it. A lot of people do that uh, with a health transformation. And I find that people may come in for, I don't know, it could be anything, but let's say 10. 10, 15, 20 plus kilos. Let's say it's 20 kilos. And they get to 15. And then complacency starts to sink in. Why? Because they've already lost 15. 15 in most people is at least two, two and a half sizes in clothing. So you're, you're looking different, you're feeling different. You've lost enough that people will really notice normally if you're let's say that losing 20 is your ultimate goal. And the complacency sinks in. You say, well, I've already done so well. Yeah, I'm close enough. Five kilos, yeah, no, it'd still be nice to lose another five kilos, but you move into that complacency mindset that it's not far enough away to keep motivating you necessarily, and it's close enough to that you can just settle with where you are and you just stop. I see it quite often, quite often. So what you need to do is then say, well, why is that the case? Uh, you know, when I started my journey, I wanted to do 20 and I'd still like to lose another five, but there are these thoughts coming up in your head that say, nah, it's okay, you've worked hard enough, you can stop now. But really what we want to do is make sure that these decisions that we do make, that we are committed until they are done. And then once they are done, then you can reassess from there. Say, okay, well, what's next? And in a well, I'm sorry, a health and wellness perspective, it could be just maintenance. You just want to maintain where it is that you are. There's nothing wrong with that. Some people want to go a bit further. There's nothing wrong with that either. Some people want to get to the absolute best body that they can have. Uh, for some people, once they're at that, say, physical body that they want, it's about maintaining it and optimizing the health further. You know, what what extra edge can they get? They look the way that they want to look, but how can they get more energy on the inside? How can they uh, look to put that extra one, two, five percent of change in their body, enabling them to get even more out? How do they do that? The key is how do you get that extra bit and so uh, for me right now if I'm I had a procedure today uh, on my teeth and uh, if you're a long-term listener you will have heard me talk about it last year where I've always hated my teeth right and um, uh, my bottom tooth one of my bottom sort of if I say bottom middle tooth uh, has been a little bit crooked facing well, part of it inwards part of it outwards and it's just twisting and the older I'm getting it's twisting more and more and it's getting worse and more noticeable for me 
And most people, when I'm talking to them, they wouldn't notice. If I smiled for a long period of time and people looked closely, then they'd be able to see it. Um, but I made the decision that, you know what, I can afford it. I've always hated my teeth. Why don't I go in and find out uh, what I needed to, to have done, what was possible. Could I use in, you know, like the Invisalign type uh, braces where you can't see them? I didn't know what that would look like. Uh, what I didn't want to do at my age was get the metal ones. So I thought, well, they look ugly, they look too obvious, and I'd like to be a little bit more discreet about it, just, you know, because of the amount of recordings that I do, et cetera, et cetera, and just not wanting to have to have those discussions with people. Oh, why, your age, you're having this done? It's like, well, you know, it's a personal choice, I'll do whatever I want. And so I went to my dentist, she did the scans and everything, and I went in for my, for my bottom tooth, right? And when they came back, she said, I'm actually surprised at how much change there's going to be with your teeth and she showed me uh, they put together a really nice little video and you can see wow the change in slow motion and then fast motion and basically the, the shape of my jawline was going to change and so I went through the process and it took about about 28 weeks really so it's a, it was a reasonably long time and and now oh, my teeth are straight and it has changed the uh, you know the shape of my jawline so it's only millimeters but it has changed and what it's given me is that more sense of uh, confidence uh, in smiling and just you know being happy to smile without having to worry about the way that I look and the next step was when I was about 11 or 12 I chipped my front well if you're looking at me my front left hand tooth and uh, I've always hated it and what uh, my dentist at the time did was I had a gap between my teeth and I, I didn't really like that. And so um, what he did is he, he made the tooth a little bit wider so that it filled the gap. And it was also a little bit thicker. And I, I could always tell with my tongue, it felt different on the front and the back. And it wasn't until I saw my, my dentist now, who's also a, a client, uh, an ex-client of mine, she doesn't live in the area. Uh, so much now so she doesn't train with me um, she took one look at my teeth and she said uh, you know made a comment about my big tooth and we could fix that and whatever so the decision was that once all my teeth were straightened let's replace the cramps it's effectively a crown on my front tooth let's replace that with something the color matches a, a little better it's the right size and she said you probably have a little bit of a gap there and so we went through the process like they're all all the teeth were straightened up and everything and uh, we got the new tooth in, and I was really quite surprised there wasn't really a gap at all. And it's like, wow, this actually, as I look at them, it's like, wow, that actually looks really good. But you can't tell. It looks really good, it's a great match. And so I thought, okay, that's really cool. And now there's been one more thing that I've wanted to get done too. And this is really as a result of uh, not looking after my teeth when I was a kid. Right, there was not really the attention to detail in brushing. I didn't even know my mum and dad didn't introduce me to dental floss. It was like my dentist didn't talk to me about dental floss. There was no such thing as picksters or things like that. And um, as a result of that, my back teeth suffered as a as a child, and I had lots of fillings and everything. And about 20 years ago, I had to have a crown put on one because I had, I needed a root canal and and everything. And uh, 20 years later, it got infected, and she said, look, we could replace the crown, but that may fail. 
Um, so she recommended that we just take it out. So we took that out a couple of years ago and ever since then, it is, it's awkward to chew, right? It's, it's, it's just awkward to chew on the, the left-hand side of my mouth because the, one of my back teeth is missing. It's not the very back one, it's the one in from that. So obviously I cope with it, uh, but food is not as enjoyable because I don't chew on that side. And so I said, look, what can we do on here? You said, look, we can do an implant. Oh, pay me. And I said, okay, what is, what is involved? And you know, it's expensive uh, procedure. Um, but I said, look, I think it will, it'll just again, give me more confidence. You can't see it when I smile, but I said, it will just make me enjoy food more. And look, if you can enjoy chewing and enjoy your food more, isn't life just better and happier? So I said, let's do it. And she said, look, it, it does take a while because she said, we have to do the, and they basically, uh, so I have to go and get an X-ray uh, they do an x-ray of the jaw. They see whether there's enough bone and whether it's all okay there or whether I need a bone graft. I had that done. The bone was good. And today I went in and they drill a hole into your into your jaw and into your, through your gum. And then they screw in. I, I apologize if you've got a weak stomach. Switch off now. Um, they basically screw in a part to your gum, and which is... And then they put another screw in that temporarily... Uh, while it takes about three months for the bone to knit around the, uh, you know, the bit that they've screwed in. So that needs to be strong, so you don't want it to come out. So it takes about three months for that to happen. And then what happens is they take out the temporary screw that's in there and then they screw in the new tooth uh, in the top. So it's a, actually she said it probably takes about um, six months or so. So I guess it started a month ago. I've now got three months with this thing in growing. Um, it happened today, and as of right now, my part of my my lip is still, and the side of my face is a little bit numb, um, and it's wearing off, and it's starting to ache a little bit, so it might just hurt for a couple of days. And so, why am I telling you this? This is the point about I could have just settled and said, "Look, my teeth are straight. I got my front one. Okay, let's be done." But I know that deep down, I still won't be completely satisfied because I know that chewing is still going to be an issue. So, why don't I just fix it? Right, why don't I just get it all done so I can say, yes, I've done all the things that I wanted to do with my teeth. And so that's what I've done. So I've committed to the change, I've financially committed to it, and it's now in process. I'm really committed now because I have to go back and get the tooth in. Uh, so, and life will just be better, more enjoyable for me, and my smile will probably look better, and I won't be so you know, conscious of that one either. So I use this example today as a little metaphor in life for how we uh, don't follow through. You know, don't follow through things right to the end. And I just want to remind you that you are worth it. And you can do it. You can be committed to the complete change if you want to be. It's also easy to just say, nah, that's enough, I'm out. The hardest part is to just push through and say, well, you're just talking about your teeth here. But it's the same principle. Well, I don't have to get it done. But I'm like, I just think it'll be a good thing for me to get it done. And even though I'm in pain now, what? Short-term pain for what? Some long-term gain. Um, and that's what I'm in it for. So um, it's powerful and important to remember that. If you are in relation to a body transformation and you haven't gotten started yet and you feel like it's just too far off, get started. Get started. Break it down into bite-sized pieces. 
and if you want to use a, a little bit of a scale, the, the people that are working with me on a weight loss journey are losing somewhere between half, if you're a woman, half a kilo to 1.25 kilos a week. If you're a man, half a kilo to two kilos a week. Why is that different? Because men have more muscle naturally in their body and the more muscle you've got in your body, the faster your metabolism can be reprogrammed so that you can uh, burn fat more. So that's why men tend to get a better result. But it's still, the lower end is the same. Um, so if you can average that a week, reverse engineer it. If you say you need to lose 20 kilos, like an example I've been using, how long is that gonna take if you're a woman? Well, let's just use a kilo and half a kilo, for example to just make the numbers easy for you to understand. If you lose a kilo a week, how many weeks is it gonna take you to lose 20 kilos? 20 weeks. If you lose half a kilo a week, it's gonna take you about 40 weeks. How long's 40 weeks? It's about a full year, right? Nine months, that's how long it's gonna take you. Most people can average somewhere in between. It just depends on what? How consistent you are with your training, how well you're keeping up with any supplementation, your sleep is on track, you're tracking what you're doing, uh, and you are most of all on track with your meal plan, making sure that you're getting that right. That's how you get the result, it's about consistency. So bite-sized, small pieces to get it done. You've gotta be patient as well. But do the work and it will happen for you. So follow through. Don't finish the cake half done. If you want an iced and decorated cake, then do the whole job. Don't just make the cake and say, oh, that'll do. You know, finish it, follow through. You're worth it. All right, if you want a consultation with me, if you want me to help you, coach you to get the best results you've ever had, whether you need a hand with your food, whether you need a hand with a training program, then I can help you do that. Go to studios, studiozpt.com.au, or uh, www.mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com. You can opt in for a free consult there. And that's how every single success story that I've ever worked with to help lose over 10,000 kilos of fat now has gotten started. So stay safe, stay healthy, stay vibrant, follow through, you're worth it. See you tomorrow.